0: It's the Perpetual Good Podcast with your host, Kenneth Hopkins. Join us as we discover the good things that are happening all around us and what we can do to bring even more good to our communities. Life is like a box of assorted of chocolates. So for today's episode, we have always been talking about the good things that people are doing, but today is going to be a little bit uh, of a shift and it may be a shift in, uh, in a lot of the different episodes today, we're going to talk about the good that we are and I have the privilege of having on the show one of my best friends. He and I go back so many years; it's uh, it's too many years to count at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Yendis Thomas, Yendis and I go all the way back to St James Church when uh, St James was in the house, and he remembers those times. I'm I'm mm-hmm. sure. And Yendis has just started a series he's doing on Instagram. Actually, by the time that this airs, uh, he'll have a, a number of different episodes in. But he's talking about just your gifts and the things that, the things that you have and just making sure that, that you are using uh, the gifts that you have. And when I started hearing that, I'm just like... I definitely want to talk about that. I want to I want to dig into this this subject matter a little bit. But let's just uh, start out first. Yendis, thanks for coming on the program. Uh, it's great to have you.
1: Yes, yes, man. It's just it's a pleasure to or actually an honor. Yeah, the history is is uh, very deep, very long. <laughs> so many great people we're connected with and to and through. It's
0: been amazing. It's been it's been amazing um, knowing you. To be honest. It's been amazing knowing you and just watching the, watching the progression, watching how you have been developing your own gifts. And, and we'll talk a little bit about that as well. Before, before we actually get into the subject matter, just what's going on good with you? What's, you know, what's, what's happening new in, in your life?
1: I'm uh, going through a career change from you know, the barber for 25 plus years and now I'm getting into IT. Uh, just something I'm interested in. I have uh, <laughs> my oldest son. He's uh, just developing well, and I'm just excited to see where he's going in his life. He graduated high school last year. He's just going into uh, a new stage of his life. And it's exciting to watch him transition. And you know, I just the kids are growing up. My twins are are <laughs> doing their thing, and, and and everyone's doing well. So. It, You know, with with the career change, kind of like a new transition in life with, you know, sliding into empty nest hood Uh, (laughs) and just kind of enjoying this new phase of my life. So
0: that is just what's been exciting. That's good. It's good to hear. So you have uh, had a lot of things on your plate, being a barber, being a business owner, doing ministry, raising kids, uh, working with different people. So you have a lot of different gifts. I want to just start off with what actually brought us into this point. You started talking about using your gifts. What made you, what made you just launch into that? What made you start that series?
1: Well, I've been thinking about just uh, the gifts that we have and, and what things that, that I'm not exercising. You know, there's, there's things within that, you know, there's so much potential that's not being, that's untapped. So I was like, okay, what do I need to tap into to really get to this next level? And what gift is that that I truly have? Because I feel like, you know, time is of the essence at this point. So we need to keep pressing forward. Then I started thinking, well, there's, all of us have something, you know, all of us have something. It's not something just a little twinkle or a little hobby or a little talent. It's something that's incredible within us. And we just don't have it. Uh, you know, we haven't tapped into it. You know, even to quote Jay Z, he did an interview and he said that all of us have genius-level talent. And I think because it's not like what we think is talent, we don't, we don't, we don't really cultivate it. You know, we're not singing or dancing or athlete or a painter or a or writer or something of the arts so we feel like we all maybe we're not we're not gifted but there's certain gifts within us that those individuals that have those other talents desperately need as well you know it's things that we have as far as connecting with people with understanding how to you know you might have a knack for organization you might have a knack for just loving on people you might have a knack for just being able to make people feel better you know all those can be formulated into incredible talent So when I started thinking about those things and how many people are not doing their, you know, not in the stage you want in their life because they're not, you know, really evaluating and looking at what those talents are and how they can benefit everyone, including themselves. I was like, okay, we need to start really guiding people and tapping, helping people tap into that talent because there's so much that even through generations can benefit from if you just really explore and develop your
0: gift that you know you just that's in waiting dormant inside thank you for giving that explanation some of the things that i've been looking at number one if you just look at just do a google search for giftedness talents those types of things you will spend uh, just a lot of time almost hours just going through all of the different things that are out there and you talked about just tapping into that, not just you know, some things that we can do, but just tapping into that real core, as you said, what Jay-Z said, that genius level talent that's inside of us. But if most of us, if we have not been taught how to do that, how do we, how do we identify this? I'm just going to back up with you. What do you see as your gifts? What is that, that core thing that is you that is going to propel you to greatness? I think it's really
1: my ability to connect with people really fast and, and it's really out of love, you know, growing up and just studying about the love of Christ, studying about, you know, loving people. You know, my family is, is, is a family of civil servants. So everyone wants to develop and help other people. I mean, from generations, it's interesting, you know, Mm -hmm. how I how community oriented my family is without trying to be
0: mm-hmm. and
1: that's i that might even be genetic <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but uh, I, I you know i had that same ability and but then it's it's really encouraging people and and i think over the years of being in a bar you know behind the barber chair and really getting to know people on an intimate level and create friendships and, and relationships i see how they need help you know, kind of being able to quickly be able to see someone's character and understand how they are. I've always said, if, if I, if I'm in your presence for like 15 minutes, I pretty much know who you are. You know, sometimes a lot quicker than that, but that's, that's really my gift and it's connecting people. So it's, it's understanding, oh, you have a talent over here. That's great. But that compliments this guy. Cause he wants to do X, Y, Z. And then I use, you know, there's a lot of people who know each other because of me, you know, and and there's a lot of people I know who, you know, seem to remember me. And I've sometimes I just forget who they are. Cause I'm like, you know, <laughs> I don't forget them. I, I never get a face, but I'm just like, Oh, how do I know you? You know, cause it's just, but they have, you know, I obviously have perceived something from the interaction. So I know that I have a, a real talent and a real gift for just connecting with people, understanding a lot of times their personality, how to address them. I really don't have a problem with just about anyone. There's, there's a, People that I know, they can't stand individuals because they're so straightforward or they're so harsh or they're so, you know, brash. But then I look at those same people and be like, oh, nah, he just wants to get to the point, you know. And I think, you know, when I begin to approach them as I perceive them, then the connections are almost instant. So I think that's my 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 talent, and my gift, is being able to really connect with people and and really have a, a knack for for helping and advising people. So that's that's what i'm really thinking and exploring on and how
0: to make other people successful using that gift. So with that now that you've you've understood your your place and your giftedness and how how you're able to use that take me through just kind of a quick journey there are parts of that that you probably recognized early on. It was part of the family, part of just who you are, part of how your interaction has gone, but has, has that understanding always gone like real smoothly? Where do we have parts of our, ourselves, that giftedness, that character trait of us that it just, it takes a while for that to, for that to mature. I just think with, you know, it came with self-awareness
1: and then, you know, um, situations. Because if I, if I really look back, it's, <laughs> and my, it's funny because my youngest son has the same, you know, events. When I was growing up, I always remember that my, my friends, you know, even, you know, in relationships, people that I didn't know that well, they would always come to me and ask my relationship advice. Mm-hmm. You know, someone so did this to me, what should I do? Or she said this and I don't understand what that means. And, and then I would advise them based on, you know, what I know of them and what I understand of the situation. And they, you know, would come back and be like, hey, everything's great. And I said, well, okay, it was great. Well, what, what'd you do? Well, I did what you told me. I was <laughs> like, what? Really? I'm thinking to myself, that worked? You know, <laughs> like that actually worked. I, I'm just talking, I didn't think it worked. <laughs> so when I started seeing that people were, you know, actually coming to me for advice, and the advice was working, and they were, you know, ha- and it's really what I was I was exercising that out of love and, and out of concern, just making sure that they were able to get to the place where they were feeling connected and 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 that they resolved the issue. Mm-hmm. So you know, I started learning that. Wait, why is everyone calling me for advice? You know, and why am I able to kind of read who they are and explain to them who they are? And because of in the light of who they are, this is why this person reacted to you or this is the reason why this situation happened, because you think this way or you believe that. And they were like, yeah, that's
0: true. And
1: I'm just like thinking to myself, how did I know that? You know. <laughs> so, you know, that started happening. Over time and my my younger son, he told me that everyone's calling me for advice. I don't know why. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, I see. <laughs> so and then when I became a barber, I kind of started exercising that even more and developing it even more. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that people would be in my chair, and by the time the haircut is over, we I already know their, their history, I already know where they're from, I know, you know, what they do for a living. And then I kind of understand their likes and interests. And you know, we started to I started realizing that I was doing that almost all day long. I was doing that actually all day long, mm-hmm. several times a day, half a dozen, dozen times a day, every day. So I guess, you know, now I'm looking back on a year, <laughs> years and years and years of those interactions, I basically was able to develop
0: that talent, that that muscle, mm-hmm. you know. And that's a good way of describing it as uh, as a muscle. So you have been in situations in your 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 lifestyle, your your work situation, actually put you in position where you had to, not so much that you had to, but you were able to to really work and de- and to develop that aspect. Not only to develop it, but to be able to reflect back on that and just to refine that process over time. Because I know that with with everything. Like Even now, we've talked about ministry and teaching and all of those things that, uh, that we've done. And I know right now, and I've known this for some time, if somebody were to come and say, I need you to, to speak at my church or my event next week, can you do it? No, it's and I, and I, I could say, <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't have an issue with doing that. If they asked me to come and play guitar next week, I'd be a little bit, I could do it, but I'd be a little bit hesitant because... I haven't developed that gift as much as I have speaking. And I've had a, a lot of different situations where I have been called. You remember those days when presiding elder would come <laughs> and we never knew who was going to be speaking. Oh yeah. And yeah. The, the, the song before the preparation song before the sermon, he, w- he would lean over and he'd say, get ready. And you would have that song to be ready to speak, and you wouldn't know until that time. And it was those types of things that were formulating that muscle of that uh, of that gift.
1: I was just like thinking, you know, what would be the difference between a gift and a talent? Because I think people will say, "Oh, you're a gifted barber," you know. And I, after 25 years, I'd better have somebody say that, you know. <laughs> but I feel like that was something that I basically learned by observation and I had a passion because I wanted to look a certain way. So I just, did, you know, it was something that I think I just, you know, worked on, worked on, worked on, worked on, studied, worked on, studied, worked on, studied, worked on. on. And over time I just became, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty good at it. But I, I don't know if, if, if that's a gift though. I think for me, it's, it's something that I, developed i know you can develop a talent you know i think you can develop a gift too but i just feel like a gift is at another level you know what i mean like like for you i feel like you're 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 speaking see and i think that's the pedigree that come from as well because you know being in those situations but then watching over the years like yourself moving in love and really the desire and the motivation is really making sure this person is 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 taken care of and it's Mm -hmm. in the spirit of love and i think that in itself is a gift but the fact that it's just so natural you know what i mean it just happens before you know it you're already doing it Mm -hmm. that's the i think that's the giftedness and i think there's talents that we all have that we can really develop but the gift is something that just it's in our dna it's something that we don't even have to really try but as we're aware of it we might we might um use different things to make it even better, to enhance it, to to develop it even further through trial and error, through practice. But I feel like it's something that's just innate.
0: The gift is something that's just there. So that's a good, I don't want to call it a segue, but if that giftedness is really just it is the core, the DNA, the, you know, the just the real aspect of us, the things that we don't we don't have to study in order to make that happen it happens when we get up in the morning and obviously there are things that we'd have to you know be able to be aware of and everything like that but if that's the case then why is it so hard for people to one identify it and two be able to operate in that giftedness on a regular basis what are the what are the barriers or the things that cause people to just be afraid of stepping into that uh, stepping into that giftedness? I think it's it's interesting. Every, a lot of people, the things that
1: they do so naturally, they don't even identify as a gift. They don't even look at it. They look at it as insignificant. I know some people who can, I mean, their singing is unbelievable. You'd be like, what? And they don't even like to sing. <laughs> or or And they don't like, well, you know, I, I sing every now and then. And you're like, man, I don't know why you're not on a worldwide tour or something like that. And I just think that it's the fear of, is it really worth the effort? Is it fear? It's also fear as if just really a talent, is this really a gift that's going to help anybody? Am I going to be out here looking stupid? You know, I don't know how this gift translates into action and how it can be translated into, you know, something that could be helped use it for, for help or is marketable or, or it's, it's not, it's some people understand the tangibility of their gift. They, mm. just, they just feel like, uh, if it's not something I can identify, like I, I can't sing, I can't play a piano, I can't, you know, draw an incredible Picasso, whatever, whatever. So, but their talent might be the fact that they're just phenomenal at organization, mm. you know, or they're a phenomenal insight. Their insight is incredible, but they don't know how to, how does that become something that i can use that people can actually you know actually consume in a certain way or actually uh, take part in or can partake in because mm-hmm. i just don't see it like for instance the example you might have the incredible insight so you're you're afraid but you might be afraid to be in front of people you might be afraid to to speak you know but you, but your insight would be something that if it was written out or you're on a podcast or, or a news show and you're talking about social issues and your insight might be so incredible that someone, it sparks a movement, right? But you don't look at that as a talent because you don't understand how, how to exercise. it. So, and I think people are afraid and if, and if they understand that is their talent, it's the fear of, oh, now I'm out there the scrutiny of the public. They, I might be wrong. You know. Your self-talk becomes your fear a lot of times.
0: So your gift, you know, just in our circles, we hear a lot, you know, your gift will make room for you, but sometimes the gift, is not so much that it just makes room in every situation, but in understanding your gift, there's other aspects of your personality, your situation, your family life, your, all of those things where this has to, has to set up in the right way to be used correctly. I've been reading a reading a book by Tavis Smiley. It's called Fail Up, and he talks about a lot of the things that he went through. Tavis Smiley is a a strong personality, and not just in the black community, but just across the spectrum. He's been in the political arena. He's been in the social arena, but he talks about the things that he went through as as he's growing up. You think about somebody who is so well spoken, so articulate, so so learned. And yet he was developing those things as a child. And as he was going through certain things, it could have taken him completely out. And without people like his mother giving him some really sage advice about how to promote himself, how to present himself, the types of things that he that he is to say and to not to say even though he has the has the gift and has the ability to be able to do that he could have ended up in a completely different uh, completely different situation and so so i can see a lot of times when when it comes to our gifting and and really when it comes down to that it is it is identifying who we are and and what we present and it may be very well that some of the best singers the music that is written, the songs that are actually written, are written by people who would never get on a mic. You never know who they are. That's true. But they're the best songwriters in the world. For real. But they know that for them, their particular bent in the music industry is not to be on the mic, but it's to be in the background, pinning that music and putting all of that together and putting all of the orchestration together. And then finding somebody who has the voice to be able to to give voice to that music. So I think it's it's important when we talk about when we talk about gifts. And when it comes to the the subject matter of this podcast, one of the things that's that's hard to do when when you're looking at the world and you're looking at all of the things that are going on and how can I how can I be good in the world? How can I do something that is good? And the, the biggest struggle is who am I to be able to do that? But that is the right question is who am I? What are the gifts that I have and how are they best used in the arenas in which I am? And some of that may be not to be on the forefront. Maybe it's in the background. Maybe there's there's other things that, uh, that can be done. We were talking about some of our mentors the other day uh, when we were chatting. We actually we were talking about Jim McCullough and one of the things that I was telling you when I said that he was watching, when nobody knew that he was watching, one of the situations that I was in was a situation where things had to be shifted in, in how things were being done at the church. And he saw that and he just, he just, he waited. Then he came to me afterwards, this was uh, sometime afterwards, and he said, I saw how you responded in this situation And this is telling me this about you. And he started giving me some advice on that. But the fact that nobody knew that he was watching until he actually mentioned that, that says a lot about how certain things, his personal giftedness as just as a wise man and the things that he was able to do, he knew when it was right to speak, but when it was right to, to observe so that's a, a lot that we have to we have to learn how to how to work within that that same giftedness.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I was thinking about what you said about Mr. Mc, Mr. McCullough, and and that's a, we talk about insight and, and, and discernment. You know, <laughs> and he does it he does it so smooth and subtle. And then you know, he is he did have a knack at the appropriate time to. You know, and it's all in, you know. What I think the gifts are just a tool of passion, the tool of what of what you're passionate about, a tool of of what you you know. I, we could go into purpose, but that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> so, but I think that you know, for instance, Mr. McCullough's motivation was always to make sure that we were in the best position possible. You know, if I can help put him in this position, if I can help give him something that will you know, make him better and, and, and address these things that, that I see going on, even in a better way. You know, if he's on the right track, I'm going to give him some insight and let him know you are on the right track. But think about this. You know, mm-hmm. you're, and he was never harsh. He was never, you know, um, brash or abrasive. He always would be very gentle and loving like a like like your your your, your grandfather or uncle or, or very wise father. And he would come at you in a way that was so. You know, welcoming. So when you talk to you, you really would take in, in inventory. Because he didn't talk if he didn't talk to you that often all the time, but when he did, it was something of significance. But I think that was his talent and that was his gift. But also the passion was to make sure that these young men were at the best they could be. And anything I could do that can help that, I'm gonna do it.
0: This has been the first part of my conversation with Yendis Thomas, who has been doing a series on Instagram about the gifts that we have. And it was a pleasure having him on talking about the good things that we have inside of us, the gifts that we have. We'll be bringing you part two in the next episode, and we're looking forward to bringing that to you, so you'll want to stay tuned. Make sure that you subscribe. Make sure that you get notifications so that you're uh, up to date on all of the episodes of Perpetual Good. We've got a lot of good things that are coming up. Uh, Make sure that you tune into the next time for the second half of my conversation with Yendis Thomas. Thank you again for all of the positive feedback. Thank you again for, uh, for your listening. And thank you again for the good that you are and the good that you are doing in your community. Uh, keep it up and love to hear your stories and even bring you on, uh, on a future episode of the podcast. So again, thank you. We'll look forward to talking to you again on the next episode of the Perpetual Good Podcast. listening to the perpetual good podcast with your host kenneth hopkins special thanks to bled john for the theme music tune in next time for more stories of the good happening in our community have a great day and remember don't let evil overwhelm you but overcome evil with good